What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So one of the things that I learned, so I thought, you know, I'm like, I'm a pioneer out here. I'm about to have a home birth, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I get in these Facebook groups. Mm. And I got into one group that was like unassisted uh-huh. home birth. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a whole nother. Different situation. What is, explain that. Because what? So unassisted birth is um, something that basically you are wanting to have your baby alone at home without any um you and your hub you just you and your strange, partner yeah yeah mm-hmm. or a doula or something like that um that's unassisted mm-hmm. so some people opt to just how do you feel about that girl stop playing welcome back to the girl stop playing podcast it's your favorite homegirl Coriel. Here to encourage you to stop playing with your potential and start working for what you want in life and in love. Y'all know I'm bringing you the information and the conversation to help you make the money and get the honey. You can have it all as long as you are willing to work for it. But this is part two of a very special, super important conversation, especially for the black women who tune in, tap in, plug into this podcast every single week. And this week, I get to introduce y'all to somebody very special, Christine, Mrs. Birth by Grace herself. She's like an Atlanta legend in these birthing streets. Okay. You you be doing a damn thing, okay? Got a wait list. If you're having a baby, hit her up today. If you're thinking about having a baby, you got to hit her up today to get on a wait list. Christine, give yourself a proper introduction. Thank you, Coriel. Um, That was a lot, girl. (laughs) I am Christine Taylor. I am a certified nurse midwife and owner of Birth by Grace Midwifery Services. Uh, we're in a small town south of Atlanta called Tyrone, Georgia. The people drive, though. The people drive. Right. The people drive from everywhere to come um, for their midwifery care um, and plan for their home birth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what I when I was 
Christine was my midwife, y'all, if y'all haven't figured that out. But one of the things that I was looking for and intrigued by when I was, you know, doing my research sure. on different options mm -hmm. was the work that you were doing before you actually opened your own practice. So can you talk a little bit about like where you started in this space? Mm -hmm. So I actually started, I didn't know I wanted to be a midwife. Mm -hmm. So until I met the first midwife I was working with as a labor and delivery nurse in Chicago, Southside mm -hmm. of Chicago, which is where I'm from. Mm -hmm. um, and so I met a midwife just on a regular shift one day and I was just so intrigued by her work and mm -hmm. I was completely lost. I didn't know what she was, who she was. All I knew was she was delivering this baby without a physician around. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, who are you girl? Like, what are you doing? Who mm -hmm. are you? She's like, I'm, you know, my friend's name is Mika. Mm -hmm. um, I am Mika. Black I'm woman. Black obviously. woman. She's a black midwife uh, in Savannah now. Mm -hmm. She's been in Savannah a few years now. But um, she introduced me to midwifery, actually. Mm -hmm. So I immediately, you know, adopted her as my mentor and entered midwifery school. And coming out of midwifery school, I was working as a midwife, a baby midwife on the south side of Chicago, mm -hmm. the same hospital that I was a nurse at. Uh, in a community that I kind of grew up in, you mm -hmm. know? Uh, so it was very warm and fuzzy and fulfilling for me. So the fact that you were already in the medical field, you were a nurse, and still this idea of being a midwife was not something common. Mm -hmm. So when, when you know, us as women learn about, you know, having a midwife versus going the traditional route, it's not necessarily something that's talked about often. It's not the most popular thing. And I can see why now, because you were in the medical field and it still wasn't just like another option for you. Correct. So I think that um, the powers that be, kind of, they, they succeeded mm -hmm. in eradicating the idea of midwifery and the midwives uh, of the South and mm -hmm. the granny midwives. And they eradicated that, you why? know, because now, now we think traditional care mm -hmm. is the physician's office mm -hmm. where it's really the other way around where traditional care is really midwifery care. Yep. It's a, I feel like it's a shame that it's not at the forefront like mm -hmm. it used to be. It's um, like the alternative now. It's really an alternative, it absolutely. The most common. It, most common, most you know, safest mm -hmm. route to have your baby and be cared for by women. Um, and so it's a disservice to women because as we know, we have a lot of issues going on with um, maternal, maternal health care, especially mm -hmm. for black women. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So can you talk a little bit about like the difference because you worked in a traditional hospital doing labor and delivery mm -hmm. versus your experience now doing in-home births? Mm. Um, so the care is very different. Uh, the system that we work in, that the physicians, nurses, you know, the medical system that we, that's in place now, um, is not designed for uh, to offer compassionate, individualized, warm and fuzzy care to mm -hmm. women, you know. And you think that it should be, mm -hmm. right? This is the most uh, intimate time for a woman mm -hmm. um, and her family. Um, having a baby is one of the most vulnerable situations, uh, events in your life. Uh, why is our system not geared towards that? You know, um, they treat it like you're coming in for a procedure. Yeah, and not absolutely. An experience. You're you're definitely a part of a system mm -hmm. and a part of um, something much bigger um, that has little to do with how you feel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And 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 like I said, your ex your experience is almost like it's not a medical procedure, but it's it's very much so. Okay, at this time we're going to do this. Now it's time to do that. Versus what do you need? What are, you know, like, what are you going through at this particular time? It's very much 
you know, by the book. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel that um, Midwifery Care does offer that one-on-one conversations Mm -hmm, even. mm -hmm. You know, how much conversation did you have at Mm -hmm. the doctor's office, Mm -hmm. right? Versus when you came to my office, we actually sat down on the couch, took your shoes off, Mm -hmm. and we really dug into, you know, what we needed to um, during your care. So midwifery care is definitely something much more different, but very much needed Mm -hmm. um, so that families can feel, you know, cared for as a whole. And feel like you're a part of the process versus, Mm -hmm. so my personal experience, and y'all probably ain't going to tell all my business. That's going to be a whole nother. (laughs) That's all right. That's going to be a whole nother episode. Mm -hmm. But I had the unique experience of having dual care. So my husband works for Kaiser. I have Kaiser insurance. Thankfully, so Mm -hmm. I was able to go through Kaiser, went to all my appointments at Kaiser, but then I came and saw you as well. Yeah. And Kaiser isn't like the worst thing ever in the world. It's not necessarily what I had imagined it to be. You know, if you watch the business of giving birth, it's like Mm -hmm. scary. So it wasn't that. um, But it was definitely very different from what I experienced with you, because Mm -hmm. the 10 minutes that I had, you Mm -hmm. know, with the doctor and it was almost like a dictating conversation versus sure. a, a, a partnership conversation where, you know, I was able to express what I wanted versus somebody telling me what I needed. Yes. And that was a very different conversation. Definitely. What do you, why do you think um, black women specifically are dealing with so many of the challenges that we are when it comes to the entire birthing process? So when we talk about that, I like to just um, jog people's memory and take us way back to when our bodies were stolen from Africa, Mm -hmm. right? Our bodies, the black woman's body has never been upheld as anything of value, okay? We have, our bodies have been uh, mutilated and abused and used as experimentation for different procedures that are happening today in modern modern, uh, medicine, Mm -hmm. right? So the fact that, you know, we're still dealing with challenges, um, we know the black w- woman is still not regarded, you know, in high regard, her care, her health care, her whole well-being, right? It's not that shocking to me, mm-hmm. right? What needs to change is how we approach our own care because we need to become the defenders, the first line of defense for our own bodies. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you're going to. Right. You know what I mean? So it's just challenging. There's so many, that's a multi faceted, you know, mm-hmm. um, topic because there's so many things that are held, you know, that we're up against. What would you say are some of the most common things? Because I, I feel like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. I'm seeing a lot of, I was obviously a first time mom and sure. I was seeking out, mm-hmm. you know, alternative options. But I think that you get a lot of people who are not first time moms who have, you know, experienced their first birth in a traditional hospital and then they like, no, sis, the second time around, I'm at least going to explore different options. So what are some of those um, challenges or struggles that you're seeing most common with the women that you're, that you're serving? Uh, When it comes to moms who've had babies Mm -hmm. already. So they have a point of reference and they know that whatever they experienced during their first um, experience, they don't want to experience that again. They know that that's something, there's something different Mm -hmm. and they seek that intentionally, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and you know, uh, it's just once you, once you go through something, you know, as a first time mom, you have no point of reference. Right. So you are doing your best to do the research you need to do to navigate, but it's like, it's really hard because, um, you don't know, you know, there's so many different things that can happen in pregnancy and you don't really know the outcome of your, your birth, you mm-hmm, know, what, what mm-hmm. things are going to do or be for you. 
Um, but that second, third, fourth time around, it's like, okay. Um, I know what I want now. I know what I want now. You know, yeah. what do they say? 2020 vision is 2020, high. Uh, hindsight is 2020. Yeah, yeah, hindsight is 2020. I know what I don't want i know what i do want and then that fear in Mm -hmm. that in them breaks down yeah and they have a lot more confidence too so one thing that we have talked about a couple times on the show is you know we we talk a lot about the struggles of getting pregnant Mm. one thing i realized when i was pregnant Mm -hmm. was like getting pregnant is one thing Mm -hmm. staying pregnant is another is another thing that you just don't really know about or hear about or talk about until you're going through the thing. Yeah. What are some of the, um, I guess, things that that women who are watching this that are maybe planning for pregnancy? Mm. What are some of the things that they could be thinking about mm-hmm. or doing now to prepare for the best, most healthy, healthy pregnancy? I love that question because I think we should have more conversations around planning for your mm-hmm. birth, you know, planning your pregnancy so that you can be more prepared, as prepared as you can be. Um, but it all goes down. It all comes back to like living a healthy lifestyle um, and, you know, lowering your stress levels, you know, attack, you know, really addressing your stress levels and, and getting a manage on that because stress, we have different stressors. Mm-hmm. As black women, our stressors look different from another another woman, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so, you know, really having, trying to get our affairs in order um, and seeking your provider as well, right? Seeking who you're going to go see once you do um, become pregnant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what does your diet look like? Because, you know, Ooh. we're predisposed. You tired of that conversation, aren't you? <laughs> We were just talking like we that's not that's one thing we don't want to hear. You could tell right. me to do anything else, but if you tell me to stop eating yeah. my favorite food, I'm gonna fight you on it. Exactly. And that's the struggle, you know. So start that struggle before pregnancy mm-hmm. <laughs> so that, you know, once you are pregnant, you will have some sort of have different habits mm-hmm. to have a you know, ha- carry a healthy pregnancy to term and then your options aren't gonna be too limited later. So are you supposed to eat for two? Are you supposed to eat for two? So you're supposed to eat, you know, a few more calories than you would if you weren't pregnant. However, eating in abundance is not the same as eating nutritionally, you know, um, to get new good nutrition in your body. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, that's a myth. (laughs) Yeah, a little jokey joke. Right. so, so you talk about stressors, and one of the things from the outside looking in, mm. I feel like the work that you do, mm. like, Christine, the fact that you are sitting in this chair right now, I told my producer, like, she's on call, her life is on call. I don't know how you do, and your husband, I don't know how <laughs> you, how do you do that? How do you live? Because mm-hmm. I got to give you your flowers, because it's like you've dedicated your, you've literally dedicated your life to doing this work. I mean, you have children of your own mm-hmm. who I'm sure deal with the challenges of having a mom whose life is always on call. Sure. So how, mm-hmm. how do you navigate that? It is a struggle. And me and my other midwife girlfriends, we always are trying to find the balance with each other um, in our lives. Right. You know, is that possible in anything? Right. You know, juggling everything. You know, when I first started, I it was about seven years ago I, I opened my practice, and I think I was more focused on, I was on like the survival mode sort of deal because I was a single mom at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked a job that I had I quit because mm-hmm. I was super busy, um, and at that moment it was more like I have to keep moving, so mm-hmm. I, I don't have any time to process, think about it. Da 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 da. I have to keep going, right? Um, but over the past, I think the pandemic. 
is when it really hit like, okay, I'm, you know, doing a lot. And I started to allow the idea of, okay, you might be a little bit overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> let's t- let's dial it down. The self-awareness that it takes to even Exactly. Because you don't that. want, that's very vulnerable for, as a businesswoman. You and don't, as a black woman. As a black woman. You don't want anyone thinking you are. You can't handle it. You know, like yeah. you're weak or mm-hmm. you're tired or whatever. And I just started to accept the fact that, okay, things have to evolve into something different. Mm-hmm. Let me tone down or do whatever I need to do to, so that I can, uh, you know, maintain my re- a healthy relationship mm-hmm. with my husband, my children, my household, you know, myself, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, yeah, that's an ongoing struggle, but I am uh, privy to the things I know that I need to do to um, push through that. So in my mind, Mm -hmm. it's like you wake up and somebody could be having a baby and you got to go. And it does not matter, like, what you had to do this morning. Like, you got to go. Is that how your life really is? Not really. I think there's a misconception that that's what it looks like every single day. That is what I think. No, ma'am. So what does it really look like? It's like every other day? It seems like you're doing a lot of home births. I swear. I don't do half the number of births that my colleagues do. Okay. Okay. So I think I always talk about this too. Like I'm complaining over five births a month and this midwife's doing 10. And I know I couldn't do that, you know, and it's not the births I talk about. It's everything else. Right. I love once it's showtime, it's showtime. But I love that part. Mm -hmm. I love catching babies. I don't like the back office stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's the stuff that gets on your nerves. You know, the business aspect of your practice. Mm -hmm. Because we're all a one woman show doing our own thing, right? So it's not catching the babies. I Mm -hmm. love that part. It's like everything else. That comes along with it. Yeah. Paperwork and faxing and all this stuff. So in the (laughs) midst of catching the babies, Mm -hmm. serving the community. You caught you a man. How did you do it? <laughs> How did you find the time to? Because there are so many women who are like, I got to do this work in survival mode. I got to do this work. I got to pay these bills. I got to make it happen. I got to show up. Yeah. I don't have time for a man. Mm. You didn't do that though. How did you not do that? And you might have been doing that for a little while, but I don't know. I don't want to assume, but I feel like we go through this, the phase of like, I'll get to that later. Absolutely. So my husband, what he and I met on a blind date. We were set up. Shut up. Let's and talk I didn't, about it. I didn't know. Okay. What do you I, mean? I didn't know it was a blind date and it was a setup because his best friend is, um, his wife is a physician I used to work with in okay. Chicago. Okay. So they had this whole thing going, and I'm just trying to go out. Like, okay, I got these you kids. Know I want to go out. And it just went from there. He wouldn't stop, you know, he ne- the next day he's around and the next day and the next day and the next day. And so, um, you know, it was just really, I did pray specifically for my husband mm. before I knew him. I prayed specifically for him, you know, and I let it go because I'm busy, right? Mm-hmm, Whatever, mm-hmm, right? That's the key, though, the letting it, it go. Is, that is the key. And so I was just very blessed because he definitely showed up in my life. As a stand-up man, like, look, I got you. You know, he fell right into it. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. he saw the groove. He like, okay, I got you here and here and here. And, and I was still in. out in these streets, you know, working. Mm-hmm. And so it was just a blessing because, you know, I'm able to now not have to be such on this high, like, thing. It takes and, a special man to, to be with a, a midwife. That, <laughs> that, that part, too, because, yeah. again, you live on call. And mm-hmm. so, for a, I mean, we hear the... We hear the chatter around, you know, being with a high achieving, successful woman who's doing all the things. Sometimes your mm-hmm. husband does get put 
on the back burner. Mm-hmm. And so I can just imagine the the work that you're doing. It's not like, baby, I got to make this meeting. It's like, baby, I got to catch this baby. Yeah. And that is not something that you can necessarily like call in sick for. Correct. You, so I imagine that that is, I imagine that that can be a challenge. Mm-hmm. How do you navigate that? Do you ever feel like guilty or feel like the superwoman thing? Like oh I got to do yes. it all the I right have, way? I have regular breakdowns about mm-hmm. that. The guilt, you know, mm-hmm. the guilt can consume me sometimes. And I always come back to my husband because mm-hmm. he's always able to balance that out for me. He listens to me. You know, I'm able to cry and cuss and do all the things I need to do. To no throw judgment. My fit. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, yeah, no judgment. And then, you know, because he's definitely holding the household down. Like, definitely. Like, I mean, I'm hardly home, I think. He's, ho- he's holding it down more than I am. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Because I do have to leave. Mm-hmm. And I do have to do the, you know, my duties as a midwife, but I, I can leave and do that knowing that my house is good. Mm-hmm. You know, my girls are good, you know. One thing about mama, she is going to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before she even thinks about treating herself. So if you are looking for the perfect gift to make mom feel special this Mother's Day, make sure you check out the Mega Moisture Duo from Osea Malibu because body care is self-care. Since 1996, Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused skincare. So this Mother's Day, treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GSPP at OseaMalibu.com. Plus, you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code GSPP for 10% off. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You got a therapist though. I have a thing. We are advocates for therapy here. Why why is having a therapist important? Period, but especially for the work that you do. So, having a therapist for me, um it be, it helps me to just put things into perspective because sometimes we take our blinders off and we feel like we're not doing what other people are doing mm-hmm. or I'm not where I should be because I don't know, you know, or oh, I feel like I'm neglecting my children and they're going to grow up and hate me. You know what I mean? Um, All those thoughts and feelings are very real and raw. Um, So you definitely need someone to help you navigate through those feelings and, um, you know, just give you help you give yourself some grace through that. So one thing that I love is how you incorporate your daughters into your your world, really, Mm -hmm. and making them feel like 
we're doing this. This is not just mommy's thing. Mm-hmm. But you do your little videos like working with mommy today. You know, yeah. and I just, I, because for entrepreneurs, it's easy. I saw a quote where Layla Ali was like, you know, I be misquoting people all the time. So I, I, should, stop <laughs> saying, I should stop saying that quote. But what she was basically explaining was how the world got this great man. Like the world yeah. got to see this great man, but she didn't necessarily get that at home because mm. he was out being this great man for yeah. the world. And I think that's a very common thing for entrepreneurs or people who are, you know, really working to change the world. But mm-hmm. then our world is like, but mommy, you know, right. what's up? Who is that so, person? So, right. Mm-hmm. Who, I want, I mm-hmm. want some of that. And so I can just imagine, I mean, you know, my baby can't talk yet. But <laughs> I can just imagine the... I don't want to say guilt, but just those feelings that come along with knowing that you're doing such impactful work, but yes. also making sure that you're impacting your children. Yes, and that that can leave you very torn mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you don't want to appear like, oh, that's more important than you are. Right. You know, that is a constant, constant struggle, you know, especially I think it's it might be easier when they're younger because they don't really. They can't tell you. At least if they they feel something, they can't tell you. You know, whatever. But, you know, when they get older, they notice. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, your presence is going to be everything to them when they they get older. You know, so that is definitely an ongoing situation Mm -hmm, in my mm -hmm. world, in my life, you know. And balance just is not. Balance is something I think we keep clawing at, keep trying at. And you have to because Mm -hmm. if you don't, you know. So I don't know if balance is what we can really achieve. Is it really achievable? I don't think so. I I like to say, like, when people ask me that question, I'm like, balance is BS. Like, Mm -hmm. I prioritize Mm -hmm. what I have to do. Like, I I told y'all, like, my husband is home with the baby right now. I'm sorry. I'm 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 at work, you know, like this in this moment. Now, when I walk out of here, it's a different story. But in this moment, this was my priority for the day. Mm -hmm. And I can't feel guilty that my priority in this moment is this. Because I know that that'll be my priority later. And I think sometimes we just have to, it's a juggle. It's definitely You know, a it's a juggle and it can become a struggle if you are seeking this balance thing that I don't really think it exists. Yeah. I think that you're very fortunate if you have a partner that understand, you all understand each other mm-hmm. um, and just roll with it. And pretend like they understand because I know they be bad sometimes. But when they go to work. Okay. Right. Baby, you don't so, hear from me. It's okay. getting it done. It's, it's, getting, <laughs> it's done. getting done. He's going to be like, girl, if you don't stop talking about me, <laughs> stop talking about me on this show. Um, but it is, those are the conversations that I feel like if you don't ever say these things out loud when you're going through it, you feel like you're the worst person in the world Absolutely. and you're the only one struggling. But it's like, no, these high achieving women that you might, you know, look on Instagram and be inspired by, they're going through the same thing. Absolutely, and that should be more, you know, shown in the forefront as well, Mm -hmm. like the struggle behind all your success, you know, because you're not doing it by yourself. At all. You know, it takes a village for Mm -hmm. you to be where you're at, Mm -hmm. for us to be where we are. So, you know, what's up? What is up? Okay, I got to get back to the, um, I don't want to say the art of home birth, but like the, the process, because like we mentioned, it has become like a taboo thing. You know, like if, if when I was telling people that I was doing a home birth, the reactions that I got was mm-hmm. just like, oh, yeah. girl, stop playing. Like, mm-hmm. what do you mean? Are you? And it, it was almost like, and I know when people, you know, say things, they're not necessarily saying it to be negative. They're sure. usually just worried about you. And it comes out as, you know, their concern comes out as like criticism. So what are some of, I guess, like the biggest misconceptions that people have around home births I think one is that it's a careless option right Mm -hmm. like I feel like so first of all moms who opt for home birth are the most informed mothers okay like 
these ladies, birthing people, okay, like they've done their they've done their research. Christine, listen, you got to say that. You got to say that for political correctness. I don't know. It's part of your job or something. Lord Jesus, I thought that would be we cutting it out. No, we ain't cutting it out. I want the people to see me saying we women are are we women. are not birthing people. We are women. But go okay. ahead. Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So, all the people. Okay. <laughs> That opt for home birth, mm-hmm. um, you know, they've done hella research, mm-hmm. right? Like, they're not making that decision blindly, most, mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, it's um, another misconception is that you don't get any care. You know, that the, somebody just shows up while you're in labor and catch a baby. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and another is that, you know, no one's trained, right? So that's a whole other conversation, mm-hmm. just the training level of different midwives and routes and everything but um yeah i would say that's probably the the biggest conception is that there's it's just this careless thing that people are doing and you're just risking it all and you're just risking it all yeah you know what i mean yeah and it's the direct opposite so one of the things that i learned so i thought you know i'm like i'm a pioneer out here i'm about to have a homework you Mm -hmm. know and then i get in these facebook groups Mm. and i got into one group that was like unassisted Uh home birth Mm -hmm. Well, that's a whole nother different situation. What is, explain that? Because what so unassisted birth is um, something that basically you are wanting to have your baby alone at home without any um, you and your hub, you just you and your trained, partner, yeah, yeah, or a doula or something like that. Um, that's unassisted. Mm-hmm. So some people opt to just. How do you feel about that? Um, I'm not a supporter of unassisted birth. Uh, I'm just not. I don't think that. Uh, I don't risk, think that's that. Now that's risky. That's like the ultimate risk for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny because I think I've had a lot of moms come to me who've had unassisted births. They've tried to. They have attempted an unassisted birth, but decided that wasn't really the route to take the next time around mm-hmm. because of whatever might have happened mm-hmm. or whatever. I just. When you're choosing unassisted birth, that means you're you're deciding to wear all the hats. You're deciding to be the midwife, the EMT, the the NICU nurse, the like the birthing, the one having the baby. Uh, why would you do that to yourself? Like, why do you th- feel like you would need to take on all these roles and be a part of your own experience of birth? Baby, I don't know. I'm a midwife. I would never. I don't want to be my own midwife. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. give me somebody to, you know, take care of me while I, so I can be the person in the process, you know, all mm-hmm. in and present in every way. Um, but, you know, that's an option that women are taking, and that's, you know, their they're right. choice, but baby, mm-hmm. yeah, risking no. it all. Mm-hmm. You mentioned doula, and I do, doula, I feel like, is one of those words that has become, like, a buzzword, but not a lot of people know what a doula actually is. So can you... T- Talk about what a doula is, and mm-hmm. then obviously the difference between a sure. midwife and a doula. So a doula is an, uh, a non-medical childbirth support person, okay? Mm-hmm. Doulas um, support women in all um, areas of childbirth uh, during pregnancy. They're great resources for education. Um, they're great resources for um, breastfeeding and, you know, just preparing moms for birth. Uh, during labor, they come and labor with you. Uh, they have all the tools and tricks of the trade to help you throughout your process, be it unmedicated or medicated. Mm-hmm. You know, they work in every setting, hospital, home, birth center. Um, but they are not trained to deliver your baby. 
they are not trained to be the medical professional attending your birth. They're usually like certified or something. Sometimes they they take some classes. No, they don't. Doulas take. There are different classes, different certifications for doulas. But um, that's not a requirement. No, there is no requirement because be they're really just your support person. Yeah. So you also just mentioned birthing centers, mm-hmm. and again, this was the, these are things which is why this conversation is so important because you should not be learning these things while you are pregnant. Like these are things that's that. True. Our mothers, I don't want to say should have, but conversations that we should have been privy to at some point in our life before it was like a pressing matter. Mm-hmm. So one of the resources that I you know, stumbled across was a birthing center. Mm-hmm. So in my opinion, a birthing center is like the midway point between sure. a home birth Absolutely. and a hospital. But yep. can you give the real... The, the real, I guess, definition of what a, a, a birthing center is? Basically what you said. It's a sweet spot between home and hospital. Um, they What's the difference between that and a hospital? What? A birthing center. So a birthing center is a place that you go to for your prenatal care. And when you're in labor, you go to that place, that birthing center, to, to birth your baby. Mm-hmm. Um, within four hours after birth, four to six hours, you are discharged back home with your baby. That's the birth center setup, basically. Gotcha. Um, obviously, at home, everyone, your birth team comes to you. So um, you have the luxury of staying at your house when you're in labor, and your midwife and your doula and your uh, whoever you've decided to be a part of your birth comes to your house and supports you and um, is with you during birth. So one of, I think one of the first questions I asked you mm-hmm. um, was, like, what am I supposed to do about the pain? I think that's the first thing that people think about, like a home birth. That means no medication. Yeah. So what she told me was, your doula is going to be your pain medication. And I was like, well, what is that supposed to be? That don't sound too helpful. But what, <laughs> what, like, what is your answer to that when people, I mean, I know that that's your answer, but what is, I guess, another answer that we could offer to the people for, like, that part of it? Because naturally there, there's fear around, Absolutely. like, the actually feeling mm-hmm. the the birthing process so what are some of I guess the tools or resources yeah. that women have available so we've been that's been taught to us and passed down to us that labor is painful mm. labor's painful labor's horrible it's the worst pain you ever feel ever feel in your life you're going to feel like you're d- dying um you know that's what we're taught mm-hmm. okay um and I'm going to just open that up with you know I had epidurals with my baby Right. I ordered up my epidural <laughs> and pinpointed and assigned all my nurses and doctors. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so because there just is there was no option for that was that was not a conversation when I was having my baby mm-hmm. um, up in Chicago. Um, but if you are opting or thinking about home birth, the first thought, the first decision you made is that you're going to have an unmedicated birth. The first one. Right. So there is no epidural at the house. There is no IV pain medicine at the house. Um, So tools and resources are, you know, that starts with childbirth education. That starts with, you know, a doula, you know, who can help you understand the process of labor and what, you know, you and the midwife and the doula can teach you throughout pregnancy what you're going to expect. Um, Taking some classes and really immersing yourself in what natural birth is Mm -hmm, and what mm -hmm. to expect. You know what I mean? Um, Because I get a lot of moms who go through it and they're like, oh, it wasn't that bad. I mean, the people say it's bad, but it wasn't horrible. You know, the other day, somebody 
I got microblading. And the girl was like, mm-hmm. you had a baby. Like, this is not going to. I feel like when people say that, I'm insulted. Because, girl, I had a baby, but that doesn't mean I don't feel pain anymore. However, what I do feel like was, like, the worst mm-hmm. pain. Like, I feel like my wisdom teeth was worse than mm. birthing my child. Mm-hmm. So I do agree that a lot of it is, like, what we've put in our head sure. that's going to dictate how our experience Absolutely. actually goes. Mind over matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that, listen. I'm going to just say this. All those classes, I took, Christine, <laughs> I took every class. I took every class I could find. I am a person, when I want to know something, when I want to prepare, I'm going to take a class. Yeah. I took, I probably took 10 classes on different parts mm-hmm. of the process. That Good. hypnobirthing, <laughs> baby, none of those techniques work. I'm talking <laughs> about I had the apps. I was listening to the tracks. I was doing all the things. So you was, couldn't get deep into your Delta? No. Delta. I was like, damn that Delta. What? <laughs> They ain't say it was gonna be, you know, like that. And and so again, you could take the classes, you could do the things, but it comes down to you experience. You know, your experience your is experience. gonna be different. Your Absolutely. experience is going to be your experience. And I will also say too, one of the things I feel like that I did during my pregnancy that I did myself a disservice. Mm. And you told me I'm not gonna look at you when I say this because you told me not to do this. Well, I'm gonna look at you. But I had so many like this is what I'm going to do, and this is how it's going to happen. And, it, you know, like, I was trying to dictate. Yeah. I'm a control freak, so I was trying to control <laughs> an uncontrollable process. Yeah. And when I say, I feel like I, like, almost sent myself into a depression by having these mm-hmm. unrealistic expectations. So whenever I get an opportunity, you going to yeah. say I told you so? No, I'm not. not. Whenever I'm not. I get I have a, a girlfriend that's pregnant right now, and my only advice is give yourself grace. Don't try to plan. Don't try to predict. Like, go with the flow. And what's going to happen for you is what's meant to happen for you. And I know you like, girl, you say that now. But I didn't want to hear it. I was probably, like, I know I'm hard-headed. I'm stubborn. I was telling Christine, like, I don't care about none of that. I ain't, <laughs> I ain't packing no hospital bag. And I didn't. I ain't doing none of that. You know, I'm not doing that because how I say it's going to happen is how it's going to happen. And God was like, ha-ha, girl, stop playing. And that really did me a disservice. You know, mm-hmm. hindsight being 2020, mm-hmm. that was definitely, like, the biggest um, the the worst thing I just could have done for myself. So mm-hmm. I, I anybody out there who is pregnant, thinking about getting pregnant, trying to get pregnant, any mm-hmm. of the things, um, just giving yourself grace, birth by grace, mm-hmm. is is what I think is is my advice. So what would be like your advice for someone who's in that space where they're thinking about getting pregnant or preparing for pregnancy? I would or- co-sign on exactly what you said <sighs> because I always speak the exact words that you have just spoken. I ain't want to listen, y'all. Learn through my mistakes, okay? Learn but it's through my okay. Mistakes. It was a learning experience, and you're going to go into your next birth and pregnancy with a whole different mindset. I am. And you're going to be gr- you're going to be okay. Going with the flow. You got, and that's the motto of my business. You got to go with the flow mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, no one is in control of anything. At no, and I mean nobody. Right. And I thought I was God's girl. I mean, I am God's girl. You are. I am God's girl, but he played me on that one. He did. Um, so, Christine, for the people who might want to get on your wait list, mm. she has a wait list. It's probably already full. But where <laughs> you doing it like 2024 at this point? I don't know. I'm still in 2023. Still in 2023, y'all. If so you this even is got, if you just got a man right now, get on the wait list, okay? If you just thinking about it, get on the <laughs> wait list. How can they find you on social media so and what, online? So, what we're doing that's new at Birth by Grace? It ain't we, even a wait list. I'm not that popping girl. Uh, okay. It ain't no wait list. Okay. 
But we we do have services open to moms who are not opting for a home birth, okay? Oh, okay. So that's the new development and the new pro, uh, service that we have. Tell us about it. That is basically if you have, if you're pregnant and you have a provider, sometimes you can um, miss out on some really, you know, great conversations and more information that you would need that would be much, very, very helpful to you during your pregnancy and to get you prepared for labor and birth at the hospital. Um, you know, you can come to us, um, and we can have regular prenatal visits together Mm. in between your regular visits with your provider. We link you with a doula for support, and that doula will be your person to show up with you for support in labor at the hospital. So we just wanted to open our community to every woman who is, you know, regardless of setting, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so you don't necessarily have to be opting for home birth for that. Um, but we are accepting home birth moms as well. For late 2023. <laughs> Mid to late 2023. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of the new thing going on now that we're offering all moms. And where can they find out more information? www.birthbygracemidwifery.com. And we're on Instagram at birthbygrace. We're going to have to have a part three, four, and five. I would love to. Of this conversation. It's, I mean, I just love you, but the work that you're doing is like so important for black women specifically. She work with all women, but you know I'm here for the black ladies. But for black women specifically, underserved women to know that we have options and we got to be able to advocate for ourselves. Definitely. So I appreciate you. I appreciate all that you, you for do. inviting me. Thank you. You're welcome. This is our first podcast episode. She did good. Hey. Show her some love in the comments. Make sure y'all follow her on Instagram and make sure you like, comment, Subscribe, but also share this conversation because mm. you just don't know what you don't know until you find out you don't know it and you don't yes. want to find out too late. That's so right. thank y'all for tuning in to another bomb ass episode of yes. the Girl Stop Playing Podcast. Girl, stop playing. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.